It's time now for the complete story with Dick Bott, a public news and information feature of Bot Radio Network to keep you informed about the most important issues of our day. Now, here is Dick Bott with today's complete story. Hey, hey Rich, and you know, listen, now, I, I think everybody on our whole network knows how much I love the little town of Branson. The little town of Branson, Missouri. It's kind of that tuckaway place. It's kind of that place in the heart of America where you can take the whole family, grandma and the grandkids and everyone else in between, and you can really, it's like going to Lake Wobegon up in northern Minnesota, except this place really is real. So we've talked about it several times. Um, but this this particular broadcast, we have an opportunity to share things with our entire audience that will benefit them wherever they are, right? Right. You know what, Branson, you're talking about Branson. It's the little, uh, small, big town because there's just a few thousand people that live there year-round, but millions of families come, millions of people and their families come year-round to, to experience what what is there, the family-friendly uh, entertainment and fun that can be had at Branson, pretty, Missouri. And pretty rare and scarce in America. Yeah, so I mean, Branson is one wholesome. of our favorite places yeah. to go, and we're going to be talking about one of our favorite places in Branson. Well, I know that, but you have to remember, folks, Branson, Missouri is south of Springfield. Now, if you're looking at a map, Springfield, Missouri is kind of in the very center of the state, and Branson is 50 miles south of that. So that'll give you an idea of where it is, and you can get in the car and drive there with the kids and grandma and maybe take a caravan or a church group or whatever it is. Right by Table Rock Lake. But today, and we want to talk then about sight and sound theater. Yes. How it was started in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Well, do we have a guest? Who is going to be on to tell us all about this? Well, you this? tell us about our guest. Well, this is Katie Miller, Corporate Communications Manager for Sight and Sound Theaters. And not only that, Dad, but she is number one grandchild for uh, the Eshelmans for, who started Sight and Sound. For, I hope we have a chance to for, get into a little bit of the history Glenn, of this. Glenn and Shirley Eshelman. Yes. And he was an evangelist. And yeah. go around preaching the gospel to churches and so on and so forth. And it is out of his love, uh, taking pictures and things like that, that the that the sight and sound theater first was built in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, and then a huge expansion of that into Branson. But absolutely, well, Katie Miller, uh, she works with the leadership team, the management teams, and individual departments within the Lancaster and Branson locations to bring communications uh, for the entire enterprise, and she's our guest. Yes, she is, and there's an exciting thing that's going to be happening on May 2nd, but we want Katie to tell us all about it. Welcome, Katie. Hi, it's great to be here. I'm excited to be with you both today. Well, I tell you what, I don't know if we like you or not, but we sure oh, like your grandma yeah. and grandpa. <laughs> yeah, they are wonderful. They're absolutely wonderful. What was it like growing up in the Eshelman extended family? Um, you know, I love to say that my grandparents totally embodied the phrase, um, you know, work hard and play hard. This uh, Sight and Sound has been a family business from the very start and was especially very much so when I was a child. Um, you know, we worked together with cousins and aunts and uncles and siblings, and at the time, the theater was smaller than what we have now, and our productions were a little bit smaller, but it was always all hands on deck. And so, you know, it was not unusual for us to be handing out programs 
And then we'd run backstage and put on costumes and do the show and then, you know, go out in between shows and clean the bathrooms and vacuum the lobby and start it all over again. And so we definitely worked hard, but we also always had so much fun doing it that I don't think when I was a kid it ever occurred to me that we were actually working. It just felt like we were all having a lot of fun being together. And my grandparents did a lot of, you know, they were very intentional about us having great family time in the midst of working together. Oh, now, man, one of what the things... You, oh, wait, no, no, Rich, she has just covered the most positive side of human experience, the most positive side of human experience, because she has already said that learning to work is like learning a language. Learning to work and being accustomed to work is like learning how to tie your shoes when you're a child. Those are the things that a child is brought up to learn to do as in a very positive family uh, setting. Isn't that great? I mean, that's a great story. Hey, Katie, you should write a book. <laughs> Maybe someday. We'll see. Hey, now, Katie, we, we've talked about the theater, but we haven't explained for our listeners that don't know about Sight and Sound, but Sight sure. and Sound is where the Bible comes to life. Has, has it always been like that, where you're telling Bible stories and you bring them to life? Um, well, my grandfather actually started out mostly with multimedia and slide projection. So in the 60s and 70s, um, he was an artist and photographer, and he would um, he eventually t- took the photography and the slideshow projection point into a theater and began adding other elements. And so although there was always a ministry component to what we were doing, it wasn't until um, the middle of the 90s that we really started to transition to a to fully biblical shows. Um, And throughout the years, um, we have done everything from Daniel and Ruth to, you know, the story of Adam and Eve, which we called In the Beginning, and um, Joseph and Moses and Samson. And right now on stage in Branson, Missouri, is Moses. And on stage in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, at our theater there is the story of Jonah. So um, we haven't, we always, like I said, had a ministry component to our shows and a message to them but the fully biblical epic um, aspect of what we do really, really ke- became solidified and clear that that was where the Lord was taking us uh, in the middle of the 90s. Now, right now in Branson, we have Moses. So we have a little 30-second announcement about that I'd like for our listeners to hear, to, just to get a taste of this. Sight and Sound Theaters presents the Bible story of Moses. You are very important, Moses. A man chosen by God to defy an empire. I have turned my back on all of the riches of Egypt. And lead a nation. Deliver my people out of bondage. Let my people go! It's a journey out of Egypt on a quest to reach the promised land. Deliver Moses, live at Sight and Sound Theaters. Now playing in its final season on the Branson stage. Okay, isn't that exciting? It really brings the Bible to life, and the special effects are just astounding. Listen, folks, uh, those of you who have not been to a sight and sound theater, either in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, or in Branson, Missouri, I want to tell you there's no way to describe it, because you in the audience, how many does the the auditorium seat, Katie? I mean, it's huge. Both of our theaters are... Um, 2,000 seat theaters, so, so we can have 2,000 right. people. So here you are. Experience these shows. Yeah, here you are in in 2,000 seat theater, and yet you are at the very center of the story. 
the way it all wraps around and draws the audience into the live presentation of what is taking place. I don't know how y'all did it, but you did it, and it really works, and people love it, and it's so biblical. And it's all live. This, the actors and the animals and the whole thing is live and direct, and it's happening as the people are there. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, we so... We're so passionate about these Bible stories, and we you know, often say we can't take credit for the stories. We can't take credit for writing them. They've been around for thousands and thousands of years, um, and they've been impacting people's lives and been important to people and in the fabric of all of humanity for, for thousands of years. And we, are, we want to do them justice. You know, it's really hard when you think about how the epic side to all of these Bible stories, whether it's Jonah being swallowed by a whale or the Red Sea parting or Samson collapsing a temple, it's really hard to do that without it being an all-surrounding and immersive experience. Can, so, I, can, I, share one, can I share one thing that meant so much to me? Yeah. Uh, Moses, you see, Moses. Moses, he could have had a prayer meeting on the side of that river forever. He could have yeah. absolutely preached all kinds of sermons, but it wasn't until he put his foot in the water. It wasn't until he put his foot in the water that the waters parted. Wasn't that an act of faith? Wasn't that an well, act of faith? Well, but, you know, the other one that I just loved, I just loved so much was uh, uh, Joseph. And yeah. Joseph, and you know what I loved about that? Because it was, a, it was a message of forgiveness. Joseph was a message of forgiveness. had so many other components, so many other wonderful things. But when, when it so beautifully depicted Joseph, the big shot now, he's the man, he's the guy, he's the, he's, the, he's the person. And they didn't, his brothers didn't know who he was, but he knew who they were. And so he was kind of toying with them a little bit. He was putting him through the traces. And then finally, his wife said, Joseph, you're not the man I married. Mm-hmm. The man I married was a man of forgiveness. And I'll tell you, every time I saw that, and I always had people with me, I took people with me, and I always would kind of look, and they had tears rolling down their faces because every person, every person has to deal in their life with forgiveness. And that that truth was brought so far forward in your presentation. But that's the way all of your biblical presentations are made, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, we, you know, our chief creative officer um, and executive producer of our shows often says it's where the story meets the spectacle. You know, we're not just about... Yes, we are so excited, and we love that we have the opportunity for the whale to come out over the audience or for the temple to collapse in Samson all around you. But it's not just that spectacle that matters. It's when it really comes together to tell the story um, and to, to give these messages of hope and forgiveness and salvation um, that our world sorely needs. It's something that is, we're, at the end of the day, it's the piece that we're most yeah. passionate about is, doing, is presenting these Bible stories and the messages in them. Isn't that what, America, so, sore, isn't that what, what yeah. America sorely needs today? Absolutely, and being able to do it in a way that's creative and, yes, entertaining and a place that families can come together and have an experience together is something that 
um, you know, it's the thing that gets us up every morning when we're coming in to do what we do. You touched a little bit on the special effects. I remember when I saw the Noah uh, presentation, I found myself suddenly in the middle of the ark with the animals on both sides, and I was right there in the ark. And then, of course, the one Moses that's playing right now in Branson, uh, you, you find yourself, there's the water parting, and how you do that is just marvelous, marvelous stagecraft. But we keep talking about these Bible stories, but really they're true. They're, they're biblical accounts of what yeah. happened, and that's what makes them powerful. I remember when I saw uh, Joseph. It was so powerful at the conclusion. They actually had an altar call, which, which really uh, amazed me. They had people come forward for prayer and to find out more about giving their heart to God. And I thought, this is a secular theater, and it's a biblical presentation, and it's a wonderful invitation to accept the Lord. So God bless you and your family. Now, now tell us, because maybe people say, well, that's in Branson, or that's in Lancaster, that's a bit of a drive for us, but you're bringing sight and sound to them on May 2nd. Tell us about that. Yes. We are so excited for the opportunity to take the story of Jonah into movie theaters. Um, so it's for one night only, like you said, on May 2nd, and we are partnering with Fathom Events to do this one night only event. And, um, you know, our heart behind it really is for the opportunity for those that may not be able to come to Branson or to Lancaster to be able to experience this Bible story um, in their own backyard with their friends and with their families or with their churches. And so um, you can get tickets at JonahOnStageMovie.com. And oh, wait a minute. Now, wait a minute. Now, wait yeah. a minute. you got to slow down and say that again really clear. <laughs> All right. I'll say it again. It's JonahOnStageMovie.com. And there's a great feature. You can go put in your zip code and look it up, and it'll tell you the movie theaters that are closest to you, and you can order tickets right online there. And you're up to 600, did you say 600 theater presentations? Yeah, we actually are over 625 right now. So, you know, everywhere from Orlando, Orlando, Florida to New York City and Los Angeles. And I think we have um, one in Honolulu and up in Alaska as well. So we have, you know, the base is covered. We're really excited about well, it. Well, I'm, I'm waiting for you to tell us about flyover country, you know, in Indiana, the heart of America, all the way down oh, through the Midwest. God's country. Yes. Joplin, Missouri, we have some, well, Springfield, of course, down in um, St. Louis, Missouri as well. And I know Oklahoma City and Tulsa, Oklahoma, there's a number all throughout there as well. So this is great for, like, churches to bring church groups. I was just looking ahead on my calendar. May 2nd is a Tuesday. Yeah. So so your church, church group could probably buy up a whole bunch of tickets and take a large group of people to see Jonah on stage. But the movie— uh, yeah. I remember when I saw that, uh, the, the stage presentation, it was so powerful, so powerful. And, and there was a point, I believe, where it seemed like I was right in the middle of the whale's belly with Jonah. The, the, the special mm. effects were just, just terrific. I bet that made you nervous. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, but the transformation in the life of Jonah, and, and I, you know, I don't want to—anyway, at, at the end, it's just very, very special how the— people of Nineveh. And you think about what's happening over there in Nineveh right now, you know, that part of the world mm. with ISIS and everything. Yeah, uh, right. But but God uh, told Jonah to go preach to the Ninevites about their sin. He didn't want to go. Of course, we know that story. Eventually, he did go, and eventually they repented. And then that upset Jonah because he felt like they should be judged. <laughs> You know, you, you know, and that came out also that very was, well. Yeah, and, and then and, you know, let's go, let's plow that ground again, Rich. Absolutely, because 
Jonah, he certainly didn't want to go there, and he didn't want to tell them that you guys have a problem and you guys need to get your heart right, you guys, so on and so forth. He thought, well, this isn't going to be very popular. This is going to make a mess of my meeting, so on and so forth. These people don't want to hear that, and yet that's what God wanted him to do. And that what happened? Well, that's what was neat, the, the way it came out at the end of the play, where where Jonah preached the, the word of the Lord to the people of Nineveh, and they repented, and God relented. And so Jonah then got discouraged, and it was the people of Nineveh, once reconciled to God, then that provided in, in, spiritual encouragement to Jonah the prophet. It was just a beautiful story, and it, it, it is just a terrific uh, account, the way they tell that story. Yeah. Yeah, and it's one, you know, when we were deciding which which movie, or which, I'm sorry, which show to take to movie theaters, you know, we had a lot of different options. We had talked about Moses or even potentially Noah, but Jonah was the one we really just kept coming back to because although um, it is absolutely such a powerful story, it also has so many fun elements, you know, between the whale co- that comes out over the audience to um, the ship that Jonah sails into the storm, and it's, you know, a larger-than-life sized ship that we have sailors on and they sing a fun song and the Joppa seaport is so colorful and so many animals as well. Animals are really highlighted in this show. And so it's a, it's a story for sure that has a ton of heart behind it, but it is also just so fun, um, even for children of all ages and all the way through to adults. All right, now tell me how you pull this off because you folks are the best in the nation of live theatrical presentations. I mean, to just make it live right there. How were you able to transfer that talent and that ability and get on and put that on the screen? Yeah. Well, we filmed um, Jonah over two days on in four different shows with eight cameras. So we were able to really capture every angle of that show as, um, you know, in, in very grave detail, which is something that we're so excited about because our theaters are so large, our shows are known for being large, but we are also so passionate about paying attention to the little details, you know, the details in the costuming and the details in the set pieces. And so when you watch the movie version of of the stage production, it's an entirely different experience, and it's such a fun one because I feel like the emotion of the actors comes through on that screen in some ways so much clearer than you can even experience in the theater because you get that up-close perspective that you don't get to get when you're you know, sitting 20 rows back on the main floor in the theater. So it's, you know, it, it, it's an entirely different perspective of the same show, and it's one that... Um, like I said, the whole entire family will enjoy. And to your point, even church groups and things like that, we're getting stories of youth groups that are excited to spend the night with us in the theaters, and we're just really excited about it. Tuesday, May 2nd. Tuesday, May 2nd. And the website is jonahonstagemovie.com. jonahonstagemovie.com. Now, Rich, maybe you ought to tell the audience, now those that have tuned in just recently... They're thinking, well, now, what are these folks talking about, and who on earth is this person that's being interviewed? Sure. This is Katie Miller, Corporate Communications Manager for Sight and Sound Theaters, and they have these huge, big, beautiful theaters in Lancaster County, Pennsylvania, and also Branson, Missouri. And, uh, Katie, you have over a million people that come each year to these theaters, don't you? Yeah, last year, um, between both Branson and Lancaster, both of our locations, we had 1.4 million people come through our doors. And it ended up being, uh, last year was our 40th year. We celebrated our 40th birthday last July. 
And um, we were excited that it also happened to be, you know, one of our best attended years as well. That's now. Now tell us again about May second, and why is it only one night? <laughs> well, we're starting there. We'll see where it goes from here. But uh, like I said, we partnered with Fathom Events, and typically they do one night events, and so we're excited to provide that opportunity. Excellent. We're going to have a link on our website at botradionetwork.com. So if you cannot remember their website, which is pretty simple if you write it down, one night, it's one night, but it's jonahonstagemovie.com. And we'll have a link to that on our Bot Radio Network website as well. You know, uh, Katie, I'm an old I'm an old guy, as you can imagine, but I'm just intrigued with the legacy that you have, your grandparents. Now, they tell me, and I know this, by, uh, by um, various people, they say, now, Shirley Eshelman, that's your grandmother, she's yeah. the one that keeps the railroad running on time, so to speak. <laughs> and your oh, grandfather yeah. was the creative one. He's the one yeah. that would just have the vision and say, hey, let's do this. And so it was the combination of the team of the two people, equally yoked, by the way, both loving the Lord, that made it all kind of happen. And now here you come along as the granddaughter. What a legacy you have that that the whole thing is moving forward, not only to serve the people of America with quality gospel presentations, but also to be an example and an inspiration to every family. What is possible if you keep your eye on the ball? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, teamwork to, to, was to mix a huge... to mix my metaphors. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 absolutely. Teamwork was a huge, you know, part of growing up in in a family business. Um, we were often all do, playing different parts, not just playing different parts on the stage, but playing different parts even backstage and, you know, welcoming the buses and the guests as they came and working in concessions. Um, growing up, we did all of it. And, yes, my grandparents have very, very, very um, complementary but very different personalities. My grandfather is creative and, um, you know, expressive and charismatic, and he often said that he was the pedal and she was the brake and that it took both of them because without the brake, he probably would have run every off a cliff, and um, if it was up to her, we would have stayed very safe and not taken the risks we needed to to, to you know get where we needed to today. And so, watching them work together, um, growing up, and being able to experience them each walking in their strengths and being you know cheerleaders of all of us and our strengths, especially now as we're into the fourth generation involved here in the business, it's fun to as a family be able to realize how different we all are, but we each have our parts to play, and we're each other's biggest cheerleaders in what we're doing. So there's about 15 of us that are involved in the broader organization now, oh and it's fun to be in all different parts, but be still working together and carrying on the legacy. Oh, Rich, Rich has something he wants to add here. However, I want to, I want to mention right now how many times I have heard the word together uh, used just in the last minute or two of your conversation, together, together. Yeah together and equally yoked together is the best possible together there is. Katie, these uh, productions at Sight and Sound Theaters are just tremendous. Of course, they're entertaining, but more than that, they pack a tremendous spiritual wallet. There's a real spiritual impact in these performances. Can you tell us some of the uh, very special testimonies you've heard from some of the people that have seen these productions and what it meant to them in their spiritual life? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Oh my goodness, we could um, we <laughs> could write books on you know the 
the way that these stories have impacted people. And a lot of times we realize that central to the, you know, the effects of the the experience itself is really the relationships of the people that come together. Um, so whether it's, you know, watching families reunite after Joseph, we actually had um, a woman who shared with us that she hadn't talked to her dad in 10 years, but after watching Joseph, she really felt like she needed to reconnect with him. And so um, she ended up leaving the show that day and later that week went and reconnected with him. And a year later, they actually came back to the theater together to watch a show that we had, I forget which show was after that, but um, came back together. And we are just, you know, we're always humbled when we hear those stories because we can't take credit for that. We can present the stories and we can present the messages in the stories and we hope and we pray every day that we're doing them justice and we're presenting truth. But it really is the work of the Lord and the work of the Holy Spirit after the fact that works in the lives of the people that come through our doors. And so the opportunity to be a part of that on a daily basis is something that we're, we're so grateful for and hope that we can continue to, um, you know, continue to hold out our mission and do it as we have been doing it for the last 40 years. Well, you know, it sounds to me like your grandma and grandpa have produced a granddaughter that understands the meaning and the, and the center ground of everything else that's happening there. <laughs> yes, well, it's been saturated in the fabric of who I am, so it's something that, yeah, I'm absolutely grateful to be a part of. You know, we've talked about the fantastic special effects, but the cast itself is just outstanding. And I've often wondered, where do they come up with these people? And then I saw this paragraph here, and it says that Katie has served on the board of directors for the Sight and Sound Conservatory, a performing arts academy which provides professional training to students from a Christian worldview. So yeah. if you have an interest in uh, the theater or the performing arts, tell us about this uh, academy, this conservatory. Yes, that's actually a relatively new venture for us. We're in our fifth year. So in comparison to you know how long we've been in business altogether, it's a little bit newer. Um, but it's something that we really uh, was birthed out of the heart for being able to see young, budding, performing artists and those that have natural talent be able to have a place that is um, safe and and is growing them in not only their craft as a performer, but also in who they are as individuals. That's something that's really important to us as an organization as well, that, you know, we, always, we often say that who we are on the stage and is the same as the per same person as off the stage and behind the curtain. We want to be able to, um, you know, be real and be who we are at all times. That's our definition of being a person of character and integrity. And so we wanted to provide a learning opportunity for young performing artists to be able to be with us for a year. So it's a year-long program. And right now it's only at our Lancaster location. We don't have that opportunity in Branson. But the students come in and for a year-long for the year long that they're here with us, they have classes in the morning. They also participate on stage during the show as a part of our cast. And um, we cover all of the aspects of the performing arts, everything from acting and singing and dancing to some more unique things that um, you are not always able to get elsewhere, things like stage combat, which is you know fighting for the stage, or theatrical horsemanship, riding horses in a theatrical environment, things like that. So um, we are excited about that opportunity and um, are actually accepting, accepting applications right now for our 2018 year. Where do people send their applications? Um, everything is available on our main website, which is site-sound.com, and there's a link right on there to the conservatory. All right, now listen, folks, get it straight, site-sound, 
com. That's not hard right. to remember if you just get it all. Yeah. Okay, but but for right now, we want them to remember May 2nd, JonahOnStageMovie.com. JonahOnStageMovie.com. And buy a whole group of tickets for your group, a church, Yeah, your youth and your group, family. your whole congregation, frankly, or your neighborhood gathering together, or your family get-together, whatever it is. This is an opportunity for people to do what's right for each other, to be of service, share the gospel— and do the whole thing. Now, where can they find out one more time, Rich, where to go to their computer or find somebody who has a computer where they can put this all together? JonahOnStageMovie.com. JonahOnStageMovie.com. May 2nd, one night only. All right. Well, Katie Miller, I want to thank you for being our guest on this chapter of The Complete Story. We've had a ball. I hope you've enjoyed it. Oh, absolutely. It's been my absolute pleasure to be with you today. Tell your grandma and grandpa hi from the bots. (laughs) I absolutely will. All right, folks, this is Dick Bot uh, with this chapter of The Complete Story as a public service, and I'll see you later. 